radioinfluence.com. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Friday edition of the Dark to Light podcast with Frankie Val on the Friday and Beans. So I was just saying before we went to podcast that um, last night, Donald Trump uh, told the world that he's being indicted by the special counsel and he will be appearing in court on Tuesday in Miami. And, you know, I, I, I will say this. We have a bunch to talk about surrounding this, but all of it is based on really nothing at this point because we have no idea what's in the indictment, what he's being charged with, why he's being charged with something how they can potentially charge him with something and not everyone else on the planet at this point who was ever a politician. It's mind-blowing to me. I am i knew it would happen, so it's not, like, surprising. But where are we right now? Like, where it's, are we? It, it's, it's very... Uh, we're exactly where we knew we were. And it's just... It's the next logical thing. And everything that happens is a cover-up from something bigger. I, I mean, the, the first impeachment was a cover-up yep. from it- what was really going on in Ukraine. Uh, I mean, the, the Russia investigation was a cover- Not only it, it, it masked, it, it, made, it served several purposes, but it was a cover-up from uh, spying that should have never uh, been going on and that was uncovered and I mean everything it's just hard this is just an extension of what happened in 2020 to not only uh, uh, to not only make sure that people never question a result again but also to take out a chief political opponent that for all of his flaws is very dangerous while he's still a viable candidate and um, I, I don't think again- that this makes him not a viable candidate which is a severe miscalculation on their part I think yeah, yeah, but but it, like, again, everything is an act of war. This is an act of war. It is. It constant. I mean, did you hear Weissman just pretty much saying, uh, talking about uh, where where they they really need to be able to get themselves a jury? The jury. Oh is, yeah, is, yeah. They're talking. Yeah, they're talking about literally finding a jury that is prejudiced against him. That's not yep. how it's supposed to work in this country. I yep. have a. <laughs> Yeah, we we need to. He's just pretty much saying what we all we all know that this is this is it. They they can indict somebody over anything, especially if there's no precedent for it. And, and the fact that the um, that we're talking about these documents, these documents when Joe Biden, Joe Biden had them. President President Obama still has fifty thousand documents sitting in a warehouse in Chicago. Okay, I said this. If if we ever see a, a Republican president ever again, and they do not tell their attorney general to prosecute every single person who has broken any law, regardless of what office they hold, we might as well just be living in a simulation of a free country. And we are already living in a simulation. It's hard for me to be optimist optimist about every an optimist about anything at this point. I, hey, um, I'm I'm happy you're here with me. It's I, not pessimism. It's this just is, real this is a- realism. It's a it's a very realistic approach to what's in front of us. Now, how we choose to react to that, how we choose to live our lives and how we choose to organize in local ways to make sure that at least for the time being, uh, we we you know, we take care of ourselves, our family, our communities and bring friends closer inside to our 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 spheres to of support and friendship and all that. I mean, we. We've got a lot of things that we need to do. This is not about giving up, but you can't be optimistic about this. Um, I wanted to play Donald Trump's message that he put up on Truth Social yesterday. After this happened, it was put up at 8 p.m. I don't know if you guys have seen it or heard it out there, but I think that we need to have it in the show today. And then I'm going to go on to a couple of other things. We have, I can't. I can't analyze anything myself because I have no documents. So all we really have are people who think they know what's in this indictment, talking about the indictment. As per ABC News, they say it's seven counts. Seven counts. Maximum sentences for the charges per their statutes range from five to 20 years. Each? Yeah. 
I just, this is so stupid. And, you know, like Julie Kelly's pretty convinced that they're going to detain him. And I think that's absurd. I don't think there's any way, especially not in Florida, they detain him. I don't even think they put a travel restriction on him within the country. If they do that, that would be, it would be just clearly political at that point, which it already is. But you know what I'm saying? Like even people who are like, oh, well, yeah, he probably did it would be like, oh, now he can't go and campaign because he is under house arrest or something like for the the seven charges include willful retention of national defense and information, conspiracy to obstruct just, justice, withholding a document on record, corruptly concealing a document or record, concealing a document in a federal investigation, a scheme to conceal, and false statements and representation. A, sch- a scheme to conceal. The thi- I apparently you know, there's a scheme. Always remember when these people say obstruction of justice, that means resisting rape. You, yeah. When you resist rape and molestation from them, you are obstructing justice. That's that's really what it comes down to. I'm brought back to every single time. Um, I'm brought back to when Trump was elected and he got in there and everybody was like, OK, where are the charges for Clinton? And he said, ah, would destroy the country. It wouldn't be good for the country. I'm not going to do that. And I'm sing- sitting here thinking to myself, this is what being the better person gets you. This is what being the better person gets you. That woman is a criminal. Oh, when I saw the, the headlines that he was going to be brought up on any statutes that fall underneath the Espionage Act, the first thing I thought about was Hillary Clinton. I said, this, this woman, she should be spending several lifetimes in jail. And- Just, with, even without proving intent under Espionage Act statutes i mean just the fact that her server was hacked by gucci gucci for one is enough she had a private do we have to relitigate all this no no we don't no we don't because then because then they say oh let it go oh yeah what oh was he so you could let him off because something else so what what do we don't prosecute crimes now no we don't period we We only prosecute our political opponents this is not law you don't you don't you don't selectively enforce law and get the claim that we have law. That's not law. Here here's here's President Trump talking to. It's not even enforcement of law. It's 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 just selective prosecution. Uh, I, I don't know. It's just selective pretending. It's 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 disgusting. I, I here. Very sadly we're a nation in decline and yet They go after a popular president, a president that got more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country, by far, and did much better the second time in the election than the first. And they go after him on a boxer's hoax, just like the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, and all of the others. It's just been going on for seven years. They can't stop because it's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened. I'm an innocent man, I'm an innocent person. Uh, They had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report, and that came out, no collusion after two and a half years. That was set up by Hillary Clinton and Democrats, but this is what they do. This is what they do so well. If they would devote their energies to honesty and integrity, would be a lot better for our country. They could do a lot better. They could do a lot of great things. But when you look at what's happened to our country in the last three years, we were energy independent. We had a strong military that wasn't woke. We were doing so well. We were respected all over the world. We got the biggest tax cuts in history, biggest regulation cuts in history. And what do you do? You have a president where an election was taken got more votes than any sitting president in history by far, never anything even close. And they come after me because now we're leading in the polls again by a lot against Biden and against the Republicans by a lot, but we're leading against Biden by a lot, a tremendous amount. And we went up to a level that they figured the way they're gonna stop us is by using what's called warfare. And that's what it is. This is warfare for the law and we can't let it happen. We can't let it happen. Our country is going to hell. And they come after Donald Trump, weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI, 
We can't let this continue to go on because it's ripping our country to shreds. We have such big problems and this shouldn't be one of them. It's a hoax. The whole thing is a hoax. Just like Russia, 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 just like the fake dossier was a hoax. You saw the Durham report. You saw the Mueller report. It was all a big hoax. You had two impeachments and they lost and we won. And we had tremendous support. But that was a hoax and a scam. And now they're doing it again. It's just a continuation, seven years, even after I'm out. But it's called election interference. They're trying to destroy a reputation so they can win an election. That's just as bad as doing any of the other things that have been done over the last number of years, and especially during the 2020 election. So I just want to tell you, I'm an innocent man. I did nothing wrong. And we will fight this out just like we've been fighting for seven years. It would be wonderful if we could f devote our full time to making America great again. And that's exactly what we did. But now, again, our country is in decline. We're a failing nation. And this is what they do. I'm an innocent man. We will prove that again. Seven years of proving it. And here we go again. Very unfair. But that's the way it is. I just want to thank everybody. We are doing something very special for our country. We're putting America first. I always put America first. And that's why we were in a position. Unfortunately, that position is no longer valid because they've done such a poor job. But we're in a position where we're going to make America great again. Uh, I'm innocent and we will prove that very, very soundly and hopefully very quickly. Thank you very much. I don't know that I would have been so calm and, op and optimistic. Well, but yeah, I know it's a pretty strong, pretty strong demeanor in a in in a time like that. You think who knows behind closed doors? I'm sure he has his moments where he where he wants oh. to throw a throw a, a fist through a wall. Yeah. Yeah. So so look, Leslie McAdoo Gordon, she's an attorney and a very good one at that. Um represented Carter Page in his uh, lawsuit against the government, which obviously ended up not going anywhere, unbelievably so. But let's talk about what she said. She says, Trump, Florida indictment. So evidently the DOJ special counsel has indicted Trump and word is that it's for willful mishandling of classified info, conspiracy to conceal, false statements and obstruction. We won't see the actual indictment until it's unsealed at the first court hearing. I'm on record as saying last year that he wouldn't get indicted for the mishandling or the other documents crimes charges used as the legal basis for the search warrant on Mar-a-Lago because it was extremely obvious then that the evidence of them at the time was inadequate. Conspiracy to conceal and false statements were not on the list of charges at that time. That's because these charges relate to the handling of the grand jury subpoena, and that's not what the search warrant was looking for evidence about. These are cover-up offenses, and it's unusual to find documentary evidence of them, and prosecutors prefer to go for substantive offenses, the ones allegedly being covered up, for which the search warrant should be a powerful tool. Assuming so it's, it's essentially like all the process crimes that they leaned on during the Russia investigation to give it the, the aura of authenticity that we are hovering over a just a, a, a felony factory. Yes, just like, just like Durham did. Right. Because special counsels now are are just you know political weapons with. This is the it. default setting. It, I mean, this is the default setting of our justice system. Obstruction is often a cover-up offense, but the anti-shredding provision in the federal code applies to investigations and to any government matter, which is was the one used in the search affidavit. So I thought they were using it as a substantive document offense on those facts, based on the affidavit and the facts known then. This case is not a serious case for the three offenses cited. Cover-up offenses, of course, are another matter and can be made out if the substantive ones are pure BS, as they frequently are and appeared to be here at the time of the search. But this case should not have been under criminal investigation in the first place because the law, the facts, and discretion dictate otherwise. Nevertheless, once a case is started, even if it shouldn't be, cover-up offenses can often be charged. That's the most that should have been charged, cover-up charges, based on what was publicly known of the facts. Obviously, if the actual facts are worse than what's publicly known, that could change the analysis. In my view, the cover-up charges were weak on their best day. Again, based on the facts publicly known. 
And a case with cover-up charges only is often unattractive to a jury. It looks like retaliation. Far better to, for prosecutors to have both substantive and cover-up charges. Since the search warrant was executed last year, the leaked stories about the case have largely focused on cover-up offenses, precisely because the legal footing for substantive offenses was weak. Any discussion of mishandling of classified info was couched as negligent. That recently changed, however, in two ways. Talk of a substantive charge reared up, mishandling of classified info, and two, the discussion shifted to willful mishandling, a stronger charge and less constitutionally problematic than negligence. Those things happen because of the alleged recording on which DJT says something about being in possession of classified information. I don't remember that. Since the tape has not been publicly disclosed, it's impossible to evaluate whether what he said actually is damning legally or not. But the existence or discovery of that tape, which only recently became publicly known, is clearly the thing that has pushed the case over into being charged and for substantive charges. Without that, this case is far too thin and far too inappropriate to bring. The tape is exactly the kind of thing that causes prosecutors to think they have to bring a case, whether it's thin in actual reality or not. Whether the case is still too thin with the tape or whether the tape substantially strengthens the case can't be known until we hear it. What's still true is that this case shouldn't have been a criminal investigation in the first place because at that time there was insufficient evidence of criminal activity. That's not a defense, however, to cover up charges or to charges that are turned up by a bad investigation. So now we'll see what kind of case the DOJ can put on to try to get a conviction. If it's anything like what's been reported in the press, the defense should have a lot to work with. But as you guys know, I've lost all faith in the federal courts to provide a fair trial. Bigger picture, this case is simply more evidence of the fact that the rule of law is breaking down and that we face an existential threat to our republic and our way of governing ourselves. And now I have Jonathan Turley. This is all I can do right now because I don't have anything. So, so I'm not, And I'm not an attorney, and I certainly wouldn't begin to dip my toe in the water with little information. So here's Turley. This has never happened before in the history of this country, has it? No, it hasn't. And this is one first that I hope most people regret, even if you feel that it's warranted. It's surprising because Merrick Garland had a decision to make here, uh, not just whether there was evidence to indict, but whether that served the interest of justice. So we have to see what's in this indictment. Uh, there are a couple of things that we'll be looking for. Uh, obviously, the obstruction charge is the one that most of us have been talking about for months. Uh, that, to me, has always been the greatest threat uh, to Donald Trump. But there's also the question of whether they'll charge possession of classified documents. That's going to put the Department of Justice in a tough position, because if they charge possession, it's going to make it difficult not to charge Vice President Biden with the same crime. But if they don't charge him on that, some people may view it as an effort to avoid the necessity of a charge against the president. So this indictment, the details of this indictment are enormously important. But that obstruction charge comes with a big ticket sensing provision. That's up to 20 years. But as with many of these cases, Jesse, it comes down to timing. They don't have a lot of runway before the presidential election. Uh, and the court's going to be in a tough position uh, how to deal with this criminal case when you have the leading candidate for president who wants to be campaigning. Then there's the final issue here, which is going to get really wicked. And that is Trump could run on pardoning himself. You know, for people that feel that this is biased, that this is part of a pattern, he could turn this on his opponents and actually run on his right to pardon himself. So if he's elected, even if he's convicted, he could pardon himself or he can do so before a trial occurs. Yeah, the good old pocket pardon. So Fox is hearing. Real quick. Um, I believe DeSantis has already said he would pardon Trump if he gets elected. Nobody I was just going to say, I was just going to say, that'd be really interesting to see how uh, uh, Ron DeSantis uses this um, in his own way, because. He said he was going to pardon him. He said he would pardon the J6 people. He also put out a statement last night about how wrong this is um, and said that he would completely gut the FBI and the DOJ if if elected. Um, it's more than that. You say you would have to you have to say something along the lines of yeah, the gutting and the pardoning and all that other stuff. But um, 
Merrick Garland, Joe Biden. Oh, Hillary, everyone I mean, has I'm, to go to jail. I'm going after everybody and their families. I mean, that that is the um, they're, I mean, they're all guilty of crime. They've all committed crimes. So, yeah. If there was any authenticity to Ron DeSantis, and this isn't just him playing his role in trying to catch a nomination that was no doubt carved out for, Th- for this, Donald Trump. This isn't going to make it easier for DeSantis to win. <laughs> no, I'm just saying if there's any if there's any authenticity there, you say, say, well, listen, I know I'm behind Donald Trump in, in a big way. If there's any reason why uh, he he is taken off the campaign trail and blah blah blah, I mean, but then again, it, you can't every, say that. You can't. Anything yeah. he says is good. This is what You're I right. think he should. You're right. It's, it doesn't matter. Even if he, I know, and even if he sincerely means it, Frank, it'll be weaponized. It's so. It's it's like a, a, it's a terrible situation if you're another candidate to be in. Like, what do you even do? But I think he should be down there in Miami when this goes down standing next to the dude and saying, look, this is wrong. Like, he should be standing down there with him. My my opinion. Well, regardless of anything, this should be a, this should be something where everybody is able to at least, you know, Christmas truce, World War One. No, no. Have, link <laughs> arms on at least one thing. That's not about, hey, there's endorsements being given and uh, would you reconsider your vote? None of that stuff. I mean, this is, no, you no. would hope. But I, I know it's uh, Asa Hutchinson has already come out with a statement asking him, telling him he should step aside, which I think is so stupid. What a, what an a, first of all, from a campaigning perspective, how tone deaf do you have to freaking be? That's number Ask one. Trump to stand aside. Yeah. I mean, why would you ever in a million years? The man. Di- wow. This is such a I'm going to read it and then I'll read General Flynn's response. But they had the nerve to say, you yeah. know, Trump, why don't you just um abandon the campaign and just fight this that's what they pretty much said yeah i have it hold on wow that's that's ridiculous i have a couple more clips first but i'll pull up the asia hutchinson statement first he said this he said the asa for america campaign released the following statement with the news that donald trump has been indicted for the second time our country finds itself in a position that weakens our democracy Donald Trump's actions from his willful disregard for the Constitution to his disrespect for the rule of law should not define our nation or the Republican Party. This is a sad day for our country. While Donald Trump is entitled to the presumption of innocence, the ongoing criminal proceedings will be a major distraction. This reaffirms the need for Donald Trump to respect the office and end his campaign. Go, go scratch, you oh my, stupid moron. Oh, you, you deserve a eye in the face seriously i mean it's just ridiculous here's general flynn he responded to it he said i'm sorry but this pathetic excuse of a letter should be rolled up and placed where you know what doesn't shine have you not been paying attention for the last seven years back to the spring of 2016 where the fake russia hoax bs was initiated what rock have you been hiding under don't tell us we don't want to know you were a mediocre governor and now you're going to be a miserable loser running for potus wasting money i guess some sucker donated to your weak campaign and you along with the other establishment uniparty minions running, will continue to race, waste the nation's time. I'll bet CNN would love to have you on as a guest. You simply don't get it, do you? We don't have a system of justice in America any longer that functions based on the Constitution. The rule of law is lopsided and clearly leans against conservatives and people named Trump. And God knows we need big leaders to step up across the nation at every level and run these spineless politicians out of politics. They have ruined our country. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, there's only so much to say. Only so much so, to say at this point. Um, there's another thread from uh, Robert Costa. It's just a bunch of like rumor about what people are saying and 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 all that. And I don't even, I don't even think it's worth really getting too much into it. But I want to play this Rakita Law clip that he did back when the Mar-a-Lago raid happened. It's it's so important. Here we go. Okay. Hold on. I had to pull it up from somewhere else. I'm full screening it. Indictment search warrant at the pre-indictment stage. The government's need to conceal the scope and direction of its investigation. Its investigative sources and methods is at its zenith. Maximizing the government's access to untainted facts increases its ability to make a fully informed prosecutive decision 
while also minimizing the effects of third parties. Look at how fucking cucked our courts are these days, ladies and gentlemen. There, I, I, I can't, I can't stress this enough because it seems counterintuitive to current year thinking, and and really, my entire life is in that bracket. Current year, nineteen eighty one to today, the idea that law enforcement has some sort of right to make a prosecutive decision against you is so thoroughly ingrained in people that they will choke on government dick all fucking day to figure out how the government is right in prosecuting you. No, wrong, wrong, terrible, incorrect thinking. The government's prosecution of you should be a labor of legend. It should be so fucking onerous as to be embarrassing. You should have to be seen by like 30 people shooting up the shop that you robbed. I don't like this, this, police state that we fucking live in is not what we're supposed to live in. We're supposed to live in general liberty with an enforcement arm of the courts to clean up messes in the aftermath when wrongdoing is so fucking obvious that they finally can send out police. The idea that we need like police to fish and go after these untainted facts, fuck the cops. Fuck the government. Fuck the investigative arm of everything. No, they should have the hardest job on the planet and they should fail most of the time. And I'm so fucking sick of pretending that we should be like slaves to the government just lording its laws over us. No, no, no. God damn it. There's more. Hold on. It gets better. Ah, Kurt, I can't I can't take this. Like, and the uh, right the right is particularly susceptible to this because we have been so endorsive of law and order candidates since Reagan. Like, we're like, yes. oh, yeah, law and order? Yeah, give me more. I'm a good boy. I'm a good boy. Shower me with all that law and order. I'm I'm so good. I love it. I, I would never commit a crime. No, 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 no. Wrong. Fuck you. You are committing crimes. Probably by getting in your vehicle and driving down the road. Stop. 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 The government hates you. The Republicans hate you. The Democrats hate you. All these people hate you. All the, the, Think about what their job is. Their job is to go to Congress and figure out some way to put you in prison so that they can stay in office. This is literally their job. Because if they don't pass some law to address something, then they're seen as do nothing. All I want on earth is a do nothing Congress. In fact, I want to rewind Congress. I want a Congress that goes and says, all this shit that we were passing is wrong and we want to back it up. And these people want to pass more and more laws and we keep voting them in on the platform of passing more laws. No, less laws. In fact, significantly less laws. Fuck these people. They're going to earn $186,000 per year of your tax money. Do you earn that? And their job is to put you in prison, to find some other way to either put you in prison or get you shot by police. Fuck these people. Stop endorsing this shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can't disagree with the word of what he said. It is so beautiful. Yeah, that's... That's really that's all it's been. That's it. I, you know, it, it's it's getting more and more popular to say, like when you say, um, obviously the 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 cyclical emergence of the concept of national divorce, which everybody thinks it's like a some kind of a um, a, a, a confederate notion, when it's really just American restoration, and and uh, and when it comes to these. You know, you know, you say, well, the, the Congress is, is in stalemate. The Congress was designed to be in stalemate. It was designed to be this, this, it, it, that's what it was. Because whatever decisions, whatever decisions you wanted to make uh, or regulations you wanted to pass on the, on the, the minutiae of public life needed to be forced into local spheres of influence. The, the, the general government was built to be a, a skeletal body. There is no basis. There's no basis for the government we live under to even exist. 
I mean, I saw um, anybody that talks about the Constitution, both parties would cease to exist if anybody actually followed the charter for the government. Aside from whatever lame uh, things that they have in their their respective platforms about refining or or uh, you know adjusting the, the way that the post office works, there is nothing there. We want to we want to we want to cut this. We want to uh, we want to shave this down. We want to alter the way that social security works. Shouldn't exist. And then of course here's the other thing. It's obvious. How many times, Tracy, have you and I said that in the middle of one scandal or another, one nonsense, nonsensical obvious ploy act of war against this country where they're trying to put somebody in jail or there you can see that the the fbi pretty much exists to just i don't know manage a secret world that has nothing to do with our well-being that we are just paying them we're paying them to wage war against us and to cover up whatever kind of playground they have made for themselves it is a it is all waste There's nothing to be optimistic about. It needs to be destroyed. Agreed. I I, I mean, it just, it it shouldn't exist. Hey, Frank. Yeah? Today's show is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Oh, nice. Do you ever watch Netflix without using ExpressVPN? No. I mean, actually, yes, that's all I do. I I haven't tried ExpressVPN. What what does it give me? It's like going to a casino and not being able to play on the slot machines. Why limit yourself like that, Frank? Do you know what I watch? You're never going to guess this. I can't get Ghostbusters. The original Ghostbusters on Netflix. Unless I'm in another country. Unless you're in another country? Correct. Ghostbusters is blocked in the U.S.? On Netflix it is. Why? Which is, that's a great question. But I'm watching it. Because I'm using my ExpressVPN to connect to another country and then watch my damn Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, what do you want? What? Why the hell is Ghostbusters blocked in the United States? I don't know. I guess because they came out with the new woke version and they don't want people watching the original. I have no idea. So where do you have to you have to watch it through a, a, a like a Canadian IP or something like that? Yes, sir. I will tell you exactly where I have to watch it. Wow. Soon. That's weird. Yes. This I is have, why we ultimately have to have just just build up your DVD collection, ladies and gentlemen. I have but yes, to watch, back to VPN. I have to watch Ghostbusters from Denmark. I have recorded in Denmark. Where's that from? I don't know. It's Sopranos. <laughs> I don't know if that's available. That's an HBO show. But a, yeah. it lets you change your location so you can control where you want to watch any of this stuff. Um, it's really easy. You just, you know, open up the app, select where you want to look from, and then you can go on your Netflix and watch whatever you want. And it has blazing fast speeds. You can stream in HD with zero buffering. It's compatible with all your devices, your phone, your laptop, your media consoles, your smart TV, and more. And they've got servers in 94 different countries, Frank, so you can gain access to thousands of new shows and old ones. And old ones. So be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content and a lack of Ghostbusters. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com slash dark to light. Don't forget to use our link at expressvpn.com slash dark to light to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Watch all the things that they're making it so you can't watch in the United States and support our sponsor. I and and, you know, people are always like, well, you have the whistleblowers on. But yeah, of course I do. They're the only ones who've been brave enough to come out and say this stuff from inside. The only ones. Um, Somebody, uh, Peppy Payne in the chat. I'm going to read this. Ron never confirmed he would pardon only, quote, consider. Please correct the record. Love you both. Just want to make sure that the record is corrected. If that's the case. Listen, you know, even with Donald Trump, my voting for Donald Trump was always very, very narrow focus i was thinking about judicial appointments because i knew that we would get better uh better uh there was going to be possibly three candidates that needed to be put up for for scotus in those four years i knew that i knew that he would be a guy that go would go out there and wage a merciless war against the integrity of the media and uh and those were my two main reasons for voting for him other than that it's not even like he was going to go out there and really do anything that the uh, th- that would be needed 
to change things around because we don't need to flush it. We don't need new appointments in, in all of these in these places. We we need things to be. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's acts of Congress. And that's acts from the states. The states have the 10th Amendment to be able to say, no, OK, you can play your little game in the swamp out there in the swamplands of Maryland. Um, but but that's it. Like well, I, I, I would mean, love to see the same way South Carolina and Florida both said no to this ESG nonsense and BlackRock and pensions and and real estate funds and you know the states have taken quite a bit underneath their belt in the past couple of years, which is great to see. I have a thing up here. There's been like 200 laws on um, voting integrity taken up in states since 2020 um, by Republican legislatures because they won overwhelmingly um i have a, a clip from josh hawley we'll play real quick uh, joining me now is missouri senator josh hawley uh senator we've had every major member of leadership in the house of representatives representatives tonight just got a message come out uh, against this indictment and against what the doj has done no one in senate leadership at least to my knowledge at this moment has come out to say anything similar. The only one in on the House who hasn't is Tom Emmer. He has said nothing. He's the, he's the whip there. Where are your colleagues tonight? Where are they? Good, good question, Laura. Here's what I will say. If the president in power can just jail his political opponents, which is what Joe Biden is trying to do tonight, we don't have a republic anymore. We don't have the rule of law. We don't have the Constitution. Our Constitution is built on the basic rule of law and due process, and nobody should be in doubt of what's happening tonight. Joe Biden and his cronies are trying to take out their chief political opponent. This has never happened before in American history, Laura. We are in dangerous, dangerous waters, and it is because of Joe Biden. I, I will disagree with him on something. It's not because of Joe Biden. No, everybody's got to stop giving that that husk a, a any credit for even breathing on his own. I'm surprised that he doesn't have a. Speaking of which, this is what he said. Biden said this. I think this was yesterday. Because you notice, I have never once, not one single time, suggested to the Justice Department what they should do or not do relative to bringing a charge or not bringing a charge. I'm honest. He's not honest. Anyone who has to tell you they're honest is wrong. FOIA fan, 15 pounds to go on Twitter, conveniently snipped out this from the General Flynn case where Joe Biden was recommending that the DOJ prosecute General Flynn on the Logan Act. Well, he, yeah, he, he was the one. He was the one that suggested that. That is prior to the inauguration of Donald Trump. Yep. Then that, then that, that came out too. That out of all the game planning that the Obama, the outgoing Obama administration and Susan Rice, while while she was writing, you know, very conspicuous emails to herself about about the meetings that they're having, play everything by the book. We learned that he was the one. Biden was the one to actually suggest Logan Act charges and for for Flynn for General Flynn. And you know what happened after that? Peter Strzok texted Lisa Page and said, I don't know what that is. Can you pull me everything that you got on the Logan Act, please? And they <laughs> went back and forth sharing law documents on the Logan Act with each other because of Joe Biden. So shut up, you lying sack of monkey do. Now. Now. Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yesterday. They found this FD-1023 form. Ray gave it to them. They got their briefing on it. It's unclassified. She's I another five-minute-long clip that I want to play, but we're probably going to break up. And we're going to end the show with a little more on the aliens, Frank, because <laughs> we got to lighten it up just a little bit. But I want to play this from her because it all ties together. All of this is connected. All of it. The, persecu the perse persecution of Donald Trump, the Ukraine war, the censorship, everything is wrapped up in all of this. If you think this is just a Biden bribe, you're crazy. Ukraine is the devil's playground. The corruption, the web of corruption was, was teetering on the precipice of being exposed by Donald Trump when he was in office. And this was their way to make sure that no one ever found out or if anybody tried to expose it, they would be dealt with. By, the, in, by what Chuck Schumer said, the intelligence community. They have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. Here's Marjorie Taylor Greene. This form today, uh, 
shows the pure distinction. This, this information, this source that came forward, it's a paid informant by the FBI. This has nothing to do with Giuliani. This has nothing to do with the information that he brought forward in 2020. It's totally separate and it's extremely credible because he's a paid informant. Um, I made some notes after I left the SCIF uh, based on the information and I'll, I'll share that with you guys right now. Um, basically what was happening there is back in 2015-2016, Burisma was looking to buy uh, a U.S.-based oil and gas company. And this came from being advised by Hunter Biden and his partners. Um, Biden had told, Biden said Shokin was corrupt. That was around the time of this meeting was when Joe Biden as vice president had said that the prosecutor Shokin was corrupt. They hired Hunter on the board to make the problems go away. That's what they specifically said. Um, Hunter advised that they could raise more money if they bought a U.S. company. So the, the informant was trying to do the right thing and trying to advise Burisma that they shouldn't go this route. They should hire an attorney, work out their problems that they were being investigated for because they were having other legal problems. And that's why they were being investigated by this prosecutor Shokin. The informant was advising them, don't go this route. You, why would you buy another U.S. company while you're under investigation? That's not a good idea. So he's trying to tell them to do the right thing. Um, the owner of Burisma said that Hunter was stupid and that his other business partner was smart. Devin Archer. He also said that he paid $5 million to one Biden and he paid $5 million to another Biden. And it was all a bribery to get Shokin fired and end the investigation into Burisma. Uh, I stop it here because I want to know when Zelensky knew this. Was it before the phone call with Trump or after? And everyone's mm. like, well, what does it matter? It matters a lot because looking at Zelensky now and how he's acting, demanding censorship of American journalists who criticize the war in his country or the money that we're sending over there. Like this man has the balls to tell Twitter to censor journalists who are talking about billions and billions and billions of fake printed money heading over to his country to feed whatever nonsense he's got on going on over there. There's no way that somebody does such a 180 from the conversation on the phone with Trump to now. So when did he know? If he knew before the call, the entire thing was a setup. The whole question that Trump was asking was surrounding this. This was the impeachment. This whole thing right here was what the whole impeachment trial was centered around. William Taylor, Fiona Hill, all of them, Newland, everybody. This whole thing was centered. And, and now we're over there because Russia got wise to what's going on. And it was like, screw this noise. We're not having this happen anymore. From the bio labs to the weapons research to the NGOs funneling corrupt money. George Soros has eight or nine of his NGOs headquartered in Ukraine. You think that's just an accident? That place is a cesspool. The one prosecutor that came forward and was going to do something about it finally for the people of Ukraine who are forgotten in all of this gets fired because Joe Biden and his son are paid $10 million between the two of them. Sick. Yep. Sick. And, and they're, and they're, they're really, they really have, they're really not anything to be, uh, there's, there's nothing in this. I mean, you're talking no, no, about right. five, 10 million. Five, ten million dollars. That's like, I, I don't know. What is that? It's he, a pittance. It's a pawn. He's a pawn in a much greater scheme. We don't even know who the real players in the scheme are, Frank. Completely. Well, it, it's obviously, uh, it, it may not even be a, it goes all the way up to the top. And when I say the top, I'm talking about beyond the scope of what we would know as American government officials and stuff like that is we're talking about international bodies, the real the real movers and shakers in the world that influence what our government does. Um, I, it's just probably it's so many people are on the take that this is just the way that the the country club is run. And because and, because what, what I mean, people like me, I, I always like pulling attention to 
the fact that if there is any way that Joe Biden and his crack addled son that the that the damage could be localized to them that that, that they would have done that already. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They would have cut they would have cut these people off from the herd and they would have been eaten by the hyenas a long time ago. They don't care about that. They they sent off their golden boys like Harvey Weinstein to the pits of jails out there on the West Coast or wherever the hell she, they are. If they are able to localize the damage on you, you're gone. There is no honor amongst these types of thieves. Is they, well, they, they why don't Epstein's care. Epstein's dead, Frank. There's no honor there. Once you have outlived your usefulness, once you once are in the game. Your leverage is gone. Once your yeah. leverage is gone, you're gone. You're gone. When you're in there and when the, the, the scheme is healthy and everybody, it, it's like Goodfellas. You know, yeah, I, I love I always love watching the the first uh, the first 60 percent of Goodfellas because it's the good. You know, they're, they're making off with all of the the great loot. They're 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 pulling aside all their their uh, they're robbing the banks they're robbing the airports they're robbing uh you know these these trucks with the mink coats in there and they're they're buying themselves Cadillacs and they're having and every it's all good times and then all of a sudden things start getting tight and the collars start getting tight and people start getting distrusting of each other and they start whacking their own and putting people in freezer boxes to make sure that they cannot only consolidate money and resources but make sure that there are less people out there. Who are susceptible of ratting on them i mean it, it, so it, it's it's just the the era of good feelings is gone and now they're just in the the bottle tightening phase over here it's um if joe biden was not so surgically attached to other people who are worth so much more than him mm -hmm. he would have been gone a long time ago this man is a nothing he's a puppet he's a puppet he's being puppeteered Somebody asked me the other day, what happened when Joe Biden fell the other day? I said his puppeteer got tired. That's what's going on with this guy. I, I'm not going to. We have 15 minutes left. I don't want to do the whole show on a Friday on this down, horrible, terrible subject. I'm going to shift to culture a little bit. I'm going to put the links to all this stuff in the show notes below. Um, I saw something really funny yesterday, Frank, that I wanted to play. I thought it was funny anyway. It's just a little skit. And then we're going into aliens, okay? We're going okay. into aliens. Here we go. By the way, did you watch My the, pronouns um, are I, I I'm mean. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I, I was, I'm sorry. I was, I was going to ask you if you, if you watched um, Wednesday night's show with Marley Hornick. I didn't. I didn't. I'm, I'm trying to catch up usually i watch your stuff on the weekend when i watch you should, it you should get the you should get somebody at uncovered dc to clip out her her i mean she was pretty much on for the she had like an hour-long spot in studio wasn't it good but, oh it was fantastic and you know uncovered dc I, I i'm quoting a lot of the work that you guys put out there and it's um that was an incredible show really was it's amazing what one person can do she just got yeah. an itch under her and she went for it and it's amazing what she's done did it give you any hope for New York? It's very hopeful. And I think that the reason why it's so important for people to listen to it is because it goes far beyond New York. It's asking you about coordinated efforts in other states, how these algorithms that they that they found and just how bad the voter rolls are is really it, it's so widespread. It's 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 really not um, uh, New York is a sad, sad story. It's, it, it's actually startling. Yeah. But it this is a story that everybody needs to take take heed of because it applies to them so somebody said that your shirt fits very well frank this is a well-loved shirt I'm, I'm sure that people have seen me wear it many many times and it's just it feel it just feels so good i'm glad if, if people like the way it looks for as long <laughs> as it lasts because i'm sure that the holes are going to start popping up soon next time I, I come on here there's gonna be a hole right where the nipple is it's just gonna be one exposed one exposed nipple, nipple. i will not let go of this shirt though <laughs> I have some stuff that I have, you know, one of the, the things that made me most sad when the fire happened was some of my like well-worn sweatpants that I love that are just so comfy when you put them on and they're all, I've had them forever. They're gone, obviously, but. Lauren, Lauren's got this pair. Well, she doesn't anymore. I think she finally threw them out. I had a couple of pairs. You know, when you find a good pair of, uh, of, of sweatpants or something like that and Something in the back of the, your head tells you, buy more than one of these. Well, I bought away. three pairs. I found these amazing Puma joggers in like 2013, 14 or something like that. And they were so amazing. 
and I bought two of the gray. I bought one of the black. And the first one of the gray, that lasted me a couple of years. The second one held on to dear life. And Lauren eventually took those because I said, hey, you want these? I can't wear them in public anymore. She didn't care. They, the, the, the thighs, the thigh, by the time that she finally threw them away, the thighs were so worn away that you it, there was nothing there. <laughs> yeah, but they're so comfortable. And it, it's very hard to let go of a good pair of pants because – I don't know why nobody I, I buy four of everything I find now. It's not quality anymore. No. Here is a here. This is great. My pronouns are I, me, he, him, she, her, we, they, us. Sometimes I even use Shakespearean pronouns, which are thee, thou, thy, thyself, and ye. Thyself. I'm transgender, non-binary, gender conforming, gender fluid, just to name a few. As you all know, the trans movement is the fastest growing movement out there. So I figured, why not get involved on the ground level and use it to my advantage? For instance, whenever I'm late to work, which happens a lot, I'm not going to lie, I just self-identify as translate. Not <laughs> translate like the language translate, but you guys know what I'm talking about. That's someone who's late but identifies as being on time. I thought of that one myself. I'm not going to lie. It is uh, challenging having somebody like Ernie in the office, uh, but due to diversity requirements, uh, we have to have he, him, she, her, we, they. Don't forget about us. Sorry. Okay. And us in the office. After lunch, I identify as transabled. That's someone who identifies as being handicapped. I do this purely to get out of working a few hours of the day. <laughs> Ernie. Huh? Uh, over here, Ernie. Yes. You know you're not blind, right? I know, dude, but can you not? I don't want they, shut up. I don't want them to know, relax. Later in the day, I identify as transracial and become a black dude from Brooklyn. Hold on, Let hold me. on. They're gonna say a bad word here. It has nothing to do with us. Uh-oh, <laughs> here it comes. Miss Tyrone, Strap in. Uh, but my boys call me Tyreezy. You feel me? Brooklyn, stand up. Sarah, wanna do lunch? Hey, shut up, white boy. I'm trying to shoot. Damn. Yo, 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 if you step to me, dog, I have to pull the trigger. Don't let the baby face fool you, I'm a real ass n****. What the fuck? Oh, I heard Where'd that one go? coming. Where'd he go? He disappeared. I'm also transparent. Uh, that's identifying as not being present. I do this to get myself out of sticky situations. <laughs> you know... I, I I love again. I love this. Um, now you say, well, what are you? Are you optimistic about anything? Oh, I'm optimistic about a, a lot. You have to be because we only have one life to live. But I I say, well, I mean, I saw that weirdo. Um, what is it, Senator Scott Weiner out there in in California? The real real. You can tell that. I, I mean, I was I'd be very scared to look into his personal computer at home. But he tweeted out a. A, um, a headline, a, a, a an opinion piece from the New York Times, the headline from June 7th was, yes, we are in an LGBTQ state of emergency. And Scott Weiner said, yeah, well, he, he quoted first the, 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 uh, the article. He says, as the LGBTQ community celebrates Pride Month, we are besieged by a malicious coordinated legislative attack. And then Scott says, the coordinated assault on LGBTQ people requires a coordinated pushback and strong support by allies. It's all hands on deck. There's nothing coordinated about this. It is a natural reaction now to, to how far they pushed, how far it was obviously always going to go. The damage that this corporate conglomerate has caused itself is finally, we can declare it to be irreparable. And it was always inevitable, but it is irreparable. They wow. made themselves into jokes as serious as what they do, especially the children, is is there is no more legitimacy Ga to any of the to any of this this feel good social you know it, it, it's gone Ga i love it the gallup joke. has gallup has a poll out frank to that vein this morning a friend of mine sent me social conservatism in the u.s highest in a decade 
38% say they're conservative on social issues, up from 33% last year. It's the highest percentage saying they are socially conservative since 2012. 44% say they're economically conservative, also the highest since 2012. So it's it's changing. Everything's changing. Um, I have to, it's 923. We have the time for this now at the end of the show. We had the whistleblower thing on Wednesday about all of the, well, before we do that, obviously we're going to be covering this whole entire Trump debacle from start to finish. I'm not going to pretend to be an attorney. I'm not. So I'm going to defer to attorneys to give you guys the ins and outs. This will be the most covered story on the face of the planet in decades. Okay. So you'll get your stuff from somewhere. I'm good at what I do and I'll do it, but I'm not going to be able to do what, you know, the, the Leanne McAdoo Gordons of the world is, are going to be able to do. Why don't we bring, why don't we bring McAdoo on? I, I can ask her. I'm sure she'll come on and maybe Barnes will come on. You know, we'll get an attorney to come on here and there and, and, and do a show with us and, and tell us what's happening. We can absolutely do that. And I think it'll be beneficial. Um, but moving on to this thing, we had the whistleblower quote whistleblower that we mocked incessantly on the show on Wednesday to coming out about how there are life, you know, there are beings that have come to this planet. And Frank, you suggested they're running the government. I don't know if I disagree with you at this point. <laughs> um, but I saw this come across my timeline yesterday. Oh. I don't know if you saw this. Is this in Nevada or yes. wherever it was? So April 30th into May 1st, something crazy happened in Nevada. And it's on their local news. And I have the news piece here. Now, there's several things wrong with this, okay? And I understand that. Number one, there don't seem to be any videos of the 10-foot creatures these people saw in their backyard. Number two... Um, what was it? They didn't seem very like, you know, animated about it on the 911 call. However, the police are pretty animated about it. And who knows who got to these people and took their phones or whatever. You're like, we don't know. I'm just saying. So here we go. Here it is. Everybody will be talking about. Thanks for joining us here at six o'clock. I'm Denise Valdez. I'm Brian Loftus. A family says something crashed into their backyard, prompting them to call 911, saying they saw creatures walking around. Our eight news now investigators digging into this for weeks now. And tonight, our David Charns with the video you will only see on eight news now. David. Brian Denise, sources telling Bay News now investigators that several agencies believe something landed or crashed. Whether it was non humans or not, it's certainly scared the people living on this property. Now Can you imagine even 10 years ago, a newscaster saying that and everybody just being like, oh, <laughs> like, what the sorry, it's, it's it, it. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, I ten, just the world would have stood still 10 years ago, 10 years because because it's the it's the nature. Um, it, It's the nature of the report. This is not a mocking thing. This is a this is a a legitimately curious event that has happened. There, this it's, that's it's, the whole point here. We've gone from mockery to a complete about face. Somebody and, somebody posted in the chat, and I totally agree. This has Mob Mobile, Alabama leprechaun vibes. You know the leprechaun piece that they did in Mobile, where around St. Patrick's Day they see the leprechaun, and it's just it went viral. That clip, it's hysterical, and I agree for for a minute. I agree. But he's right. Frank, you're right. It's very serious, this report. They're not joking. We're going to play it again here. Now, before we show you that video, listen to their call for help. There's like an eight-foot person beside it, and another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. Okay, where is this on your property? Uh, in my backyard. I swear to God, this is not a joke. This is actually we so terrified of it. So there's two people or two subjects that are in your backyard? Correct, and they're very large. They're okay. like eight foot. Nine feet, ten foot, I don't know. They're, they, look like, they look like aliens to us. Big eyes, they have big eyes. Okay. Like, like I can't explain it. And big mouth. They're shiny eyes and... And they're not human. They're 100% they're not human. I... I mean, hey, I give him credit for being so stoic um, because even though I am always on the lookout for non-humans, you know, this is something I'm always looking for and I, I expect to see one day, I would still not be this calm. And I also give them credit for being the only family that doesn't carry their phone around with them wherever they go. 
I mean, we had someone being devoured alive by a shark on Twitter yesterday, but this is the aliens we don't get. I, I, but anyway, here. Okay. Well, the 8 News Now investigators obtaining video as officers then responded to the call you just heard. You'll see the officers also saw something in the sky that night, but the big question is, what was it and is it all connected? It's almost midnight on May 1st when a Las Vegas Metro Police officer's body cam catches this, something flashing low in the sky. 911 emergency. Minutes later. There's, a, there's like an eight-foot person beside it and another one's inside and it has big eyes and looking at us and it's still there. Someone calls 911 reporting two large figures in their backyard. Oh, no, I'm so nervous right now. The 8 News Now investigators obtaining another officer's video as he's sent to the Northwest Valley home. Can you imagine being I have that butterflies, cop? bro. Everyone saw a shooting star, then these people say there's aliens in their backyard. By now, it's more than an hour after that bright light. Officers that's meeting up with the caller and his family. That sounds about right. An hour later, the like shot, a, cops show up. It was like a big creature. A big creature? Yeah, like a long testy top. I'm not going to BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky, too, so that's yes. why I'm kind of curious. Did you see anything land in your backyard? Or? They see like a big, that's what they say. They see like a big, uh, like a big something with light. What I saw right now, I do believe in it. A police walk into the backyard to investigate. He looks pretty earnest to me. He's a younger kid. He's uh, yeah. There's things about it that don't make um, that uh, you know that make me feel like it's it, they're they're telling an authentic story. That maybe they just see something. But what did they see? Well, it, it could have been landing or it crashed. What were they standing and where beside? They, where did they go? Yeah. How did they leave? <laughs> did they just dissipate? Did they get back into the thing that has no? description and they just flew away when they're standing by the thing what are they doing are they looking over their craft to see how they can fix it or do they just get out to stretch their legs like what the hell's happening <laughs> no but they black it out as well, soon as we get there out that part of the video because it's considered private property what's clear they're taking this call seriously hey this might sound like a really dumb question but did you guys see anything fall out of the sky? Asking others what they yes. saw. Uh, I would normally discount it as nothing. However, um, seeing as one of my partners said they saw it too, only reason I'm actually investigating it further. That investigation turning up no concrete answers as of Wednesday. Whatever or whoever fell into that yard, long gone within minutes. Oh, hey. If those, if, those, if those nine foot beings come back, don't call us, all right? Deal with it yourself. That, I ain't dealing with that. <laughs> Hold on. So, yeah, this is quite weird, Brian was saying, during, as we're watching this story. Now, we've been in, been in contact with the family in that video, and as you heard in that 911 call, they seem very reasonable mm -hmm. and honestly quite scared, as you heard them in the call. No, um, it, they don't seem impaired in any way. And whatever crashed by the time the police got there was gone, but sources say that there's really no dispute. Something was in their yard exactly what? We do not know. I mean, it's so interesting. So, like, the metro officers see something. The neighbors see something. I mean, so what could it be? Well, we know that there are obviously a lot of military bases around this area. Uh, George Knapp covers a lot of that stuff for us on the 80s Now Investigators. We're showing you drone video from above that area. And we know, of course, Creech not far away, Nellis Air Force Base not far. I checked in with them. They say they are not involved at all, and we are waiting to hear from the Pentagon as yeah, well. Yeah, because the Pentagon's going to be like, yeah, you know what? <laughs> We'll, we'll, we'll give you we'll give you what you need local reporter <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous I, I don't I don't know I um I that's just uh it's all very crazy the timing I'll be doing another dive on this tonight with Timothy Alberino but I'm, um I'm just saying Frank everybody's like oh it's just a distraction don't get it distracted who's distracted I'm not distracted by this. I mean it's, <laughs> I get I, you know, that, that I've I've said so much about that too I'm I agree with you this, one thing I've done it's a distraction everybody keep focus on what I'm not distracted from anything. This is a nice little side quest that I'm focused on. Like it's oh, not yeah. distracting me I love from it. nothing. What's the? I mean, nobody cares on, about it. Depending on who you talk to, everything is a distraction. Um, what, what what you think? You talk to one person, and the thing that you should be concentrating on is is the distraction. You talk to the next person, the thing you uh, thought was a distraction was the thing you should be concentrating on. It's like distraction. 
Oh man, I'm I feel so distracted. There, look, I can't. There's a there's local. Focus on. There's a local news broadcast that is five minutes and twenty five seconds long about people seeing eight to ten foot tall beings in their backyard. That's not a distraction to me. That's something that deserves ten minutes of podcast. I'm just yes. saying. <laughs> and you know what? Uh, it, there is. We are. I don't believe in any way, shape, or form that this this uh, this shadow puppetry that we call real life is all that there is. And uh, I have been I have been of the Fortean school of interest in this kind of stuff for a long time. I do believe that our frequency of light is just one one fragment of the bigger picture and that, um, and that there's so much more to be investigated. And the things that we probably think, uh, you know, in, in, uh, in Men in Black, when they get so we got to go check the papers. Where do they go? They they go to the uh, the tabloid stand, and he said, "You know what? What is this? It's the tabloids." Yep. So Will Smith says to Tommy Lee Jones, "says this. You know what? All the things that people usually laugh at, there's probably more truth in there than you think. But the absurdity in which it's wrapped up, it keeps you distracted." So I'm just saying this happened in April and then all of a sudden the other day we get this whistleblower coming forward talking about it. The timing of it is just a little weird for me. That's all for today, Frank. You have- yeah. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. The what? timing. Yes, you're right. The timing is very weird, which is why everything should be looked at skeptically. But also remember that we are talking about the most it, when whatever we face off, whatever we're facing off against, especially on Earth, we always talk about shadow government stuff we talk about spies we talk about psychological warfare we talk about the the need to keep us confused and completely steeped in an aura of not knowing which side is up once these people understand how human beings minds work because they trigger us all the time they also know where our sentiments are because they they can track us at large through the way that we interact on the internet what we share the thoughts that we publish the the thoughts that we don't publish they have it all right there. So they know that when we trust in what they give us the least, that is also an opportunity for deception. Okay? When they, they know when we trust nothing of what they put out there, which is also an opportunity for deception. So you, you got to think about that, so too. So are you saying basically they're coming out with the truth because nobody's going to trust that it's true? It, 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 at least they can come out with sometimes they can come out with 90 percent, 95 percent truths and knowing that people are just completely uh, uh, disenchanted with everything that comes on the television or anything else. They'll uh, it, it's almost like reverse psychology. Like you start saying no, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. And then all they have to start saying is yes, 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 yes. And then you start going, you know, it's like the whole Roger Rabbit, uh, Eddie Valiant trick when he's trying to get him to drink the whiskey. You know, it, 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 you, you have to think about all this stuff. That's I, I, all I'm just saying, keep it in mind. It's good stuff. It really is. Well, we're going to keep an eye on this. At least I am. You have been listening to the Friday edition of the Dark Delight Podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday live at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Rumble, Getter, and Twitter. And also check out Frank Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Rumble or QuiteFrankly.tv. We will be back to see you again on Monday. Later. Later.